Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 123, Why Is It So Hard to Say No? Hello, hello, hello. It's May. (laughs) How does this happen? How are we almost halfway into 2021? The year everything was supposed to change, right? Flip the switch, 2021 was all supposed to be magically better. And it is. It's getting nicer outside. We can hang outside more with our friends and feel safe. Um, My husband and I both got the vaccine, so we're exploring a little bit more, feeling more comfortable being around people. Um, It's still kind of (laughs) weird, but we are enjoying it. And um, we feel like things are going to crack open a little bit. So we're excited. I'm hearing from you that you're excited that you're seeing some people and breaking out of the cold weather and feeling safe to be outside or going to social functions again. And um, I'm very excited for you all to experience that. I'm actually going to do a podcast in a couple weeks on maybe next week on how to reintegrate. A lot of my clients have been really working on their drinking and they haven't had a lot of social um, interactions with people to kind of practice saying no or drinking a, a smaller amount and using all the tools, right? Because we've been in lockdown and um, not seeing our people, right? So I'm excited to explore that in next week's podcast. But this week, I feel like I need to talk to you about something a little bit more serious. And it's the topic of why is it so hard to say no? And this topic and this question may not be what you think it is. Um, You may hear this question, why is it so hard to say no? And you may think that I'm talking about alcohol and I am a little bit but there's a little bit more background that I want to dive into you I have been on this explorative journey in my own head um, probably like this last month or two looking at some old patriarchal thoughts that I've had if you guys haven't listened to um, swearing in the patriarchy podcast where I had um, guest coaches on Carl Lowenthal, Susan Hyatt, Corinne Crabtree, and Brig Johnson. We all came together and talked about swearing in the patriarchy and why as a society we're told, especially as women, that you know swearing isn't nice and you know it's not couth and we should be polished and refined and stay quiet and stay small. <laughs> it was a really fun episode. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, but Around that time, I started getting aware of some thoughts that I had in my head about how I should be quiet, basically. I rented an office because the kids were home from school and doing online learning, and they were interrupting me all day long, and I just could not focus, so I went and rented a space in an office building to focus and do my work in, and I noticed when I went into this office environment that was you know, very similar to an office environment that anybody would report into on a regular basis, I was worried about the noise that I was making. Like, I didn't want to open and shut my office door because I didn't want to make noise and interrupt my office mates. And I had thoughts like I shouldn't get up and go to the bathroom so much, and I shouldn't be 
you know, going and refilling this big water bottle all the time. Like it was crazy. And I was like, wow, like I have not had these thoughts in years because I've been working from home and like not working for somebody else. So I don't, I didn't have these thoughts. So it definitely triggered some of this old sort of like be quiet and small mentality that I used to have all the time. And so I began looking at that. And what I came to recognize is that these are just some patriarchal thoughts and beliefs. So basically, when I define the patriarchy, it's a set of thoughts or beliefs that women come second to men. And it may not sound like this thought in my head was women coming second to men, like, oh, I shouldn't you know, make noise and go to the bathroom too much. I shouldn't open and close my office door too often. But let me just tell you it is because this is how I was raised, right? So like I was raised in a very patriarchal household um, where, you know, my dad was in charge and, you know, the job of my mom and her role was to make the house perfect and dinner was made for him to comfortably come home to and be presented with this nice clean house and quiet kids and this home cooked meal, okay? Because he worked so hard to support our family and we need to support him. And we we're told to walk quieter, not to talk back, not to contradict, not to make waves. Because if we did, he would get angry. And if he got angry, it wasn't good, okay? And not only was this how I grew up, but it's what society has shown me how women should be in the world. Okay, so basically, like, I grew up thinking that if I made too much noise, I would get in trouble. Okay, and so when you are a kid, you adapt those beliefs and you bring those thoughts with you into your adulthood, right? And unless you're really aware of them, you just sometimes feel frustrated or you feel pissed off at the end of the day. You're not really sure why, right? Maybe you feel like there's too many rules or you can't be who you are. I mean, you may have be aware of some of those types of thoughts, okay? But another instance that I had in my last job, um, before I, I quit that job and became a life coach, I worked for a company and they hired literally in quotes, a white haired man to come in and be a figurehead at the table. Okay. And they even told me that this is what they were doing. <laughs> even though I was the one that was doing all the work, bringing in the contracts and making things happen, they said, we need a, in quotes, a white haired man at the table. And so all of this messaging, and that, that was one instance of many in the workplace and in my childhood and all of the different ways that I've been in society where men have been the focus of, right, like making sure that their priorities are met first, right? So what does this tell me in my head? How does this sound in my head? It says, I'm not good enough. It sounds like what I have to say isn't important. I'm not valued. Be quiet, stay small, okay? So this is sort of like what this is telling me inside my own head. And so then I hold back and I don't go in and I don't ask for that raise or I don't go to the freaking bathroom as often as I need to, okay? I have to tiptoe across the floor instead of just walking at my normal comfortable place. And when you show up in your life that way and you hold back on who you truly are and you don't say what you want to say, that's uncomfortable. And then we drink and eat and scroll and numb and avoid and want to quiet it all down at the end of the day, right? And then we create more problems for ourselves, all right? So I've been exploring this and I want to help you explore it in your lives too because I'm guessing you probably have these thoughts as well. You're just not aware of that. We all have them, by the way. Like all of us have these types of thoughts as women. It's just in the water, 
Okay. It's in our brains <laughs> and it's our job. If you want to make improvements in your life to kind of start being aware of this and dig it out so you can fix it. Okay. Now that we're adults, it's our responsibility to analyze some of these thoughts and beliefs that we may have been carrying around from childhood or, you know, even just yesterday at the office, <laughs> right? To look at and decide how we want to think and what we want to think about ourselves so that we can show up in the workplace, at home with our families, with our friendships and families and relationships, being the person that we want to be without editing ourselves. Okay. And I've talked to you all a lot about this before. When we edit ourselves to be appeasing to other people, we end up disappointing ourselves. And then that's when we buffer our emotions and numb out with the alcohol stuff. So this is really, really important that you guys pay attention to this. Okay. So Fast forward to today, and I sent this out in an email. If you're not on my email list, you need to be. Go to angelamasenic.com and sign up to receive my top three podcasts. I'll email them to you, and then you'll be on my list, and you'll get all this wisdom <laughs> that I'm sending out to people. But basically, today I'm beginning to recognize I've carried these beliefs that I shouldn't be too much, in quotes, that if I say no, they will be upset, that I should just do what they want, Okay, I've been noticing, I've been having these thoughts. And when that happens, I go against what I want. And guess what, y'all? Putting a vow out there. Going forward, I am vowing to say no more. And I invite you to start saying no more too. Okay, I'm saying no to disappointing myself when I don't want to disappoint somebody else. Okay. I'm saying no to being bullied into doing something I don't want to do from potential clients, friends, to my family members. I'm saying no to being accommodating to all the people and all of their needs. I'm saying no to a lot of shit right now and it feels fucking amazing. I got to tell you, I get to say no. And I always knew this. And like, I always knew that I was a rebel, but like really it just didn't happen until like, yesterday that I really felt this freedom. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to be bullied by people. I don't have to be pushed to change my policies. I don't have to travel someplace that I don't want to go. I don't have to say yes, just because they're my family or just because everybody else is doing it. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> and I have believed that I could do that, but there's a difference. I didn't act on it. Right. So there's like this idea of feminism and freedom and all this stuff. And we say that we have this ability. Right. And we do because we have free will. But then there's a difference on acting on it. And I didn't act on it before as much as I could have. Right. Like I'm pretty independent. I make my own rules. You know, I decided that I was going to cuss on the podcast, all the things. Right. That is breaking those rules and barriers down, saying yes to myself more, saying no to other people's opinions. Right. Like I have worked on that a lot, but I feel like I'm just now uh, unraveling the next level of my own capabilities and my own power. And it feels so amazing. I got to tell you. But before, like, I didn't really act on it. So I knew that I could say no, but I didn't because I was scared, y'all. Like, I was living in that fear of what happens when you stand up to yourself. And, like, going back to the childhood stuff, it's like, if I said no or, like, backtalked or stood up for myself, there was trouble, right? Like, I got in trouble for that. So 
I've been practicing a lot saying no lately. And yes, it's been very uncomfortable. I will tell you this. <laughs> There's been a lot of drama in me saying no to people, questioning if I should say no, deliberating and if I should say no to certain things. But ultimately, this is how I'm deciding moving forward. And I invite you all to do this in your life too. If somebody asks you to do something or you feel like something isn't right, you feel like it's wrong or you just get this... Uh, like just like a little twinge of like, mm, this is off, okay? And if you pause long enough to listen to that and you listen to what your instincts are telling you and you're like, I really don't wanna do that, okay? Or I don't like what's happening here. And if you give yourself an opportunity to say no, yes, it's gonna be uncomfortable and yes, you might second guess it for the few, a couple times, but if you're willing to move through that uncomfortableness on the other side of it, there is happiness and freedom. You have boundaries for yourself and what you're willing to do. And you have more capacity to say yes to new opportunities, to say yes to the things that you actually want to do. And you're stopping saying no to other people's desires or things or in a way in which they think you should behave. Are you guys following me? So, just as I've been practicing this over this past month, this past week, past couple of days, more intently and more focused on it, I'm happy. Like, I am so happy right now. Like, I can't even, I don't know that, I've been very full of love and magic and joy, um, connection, dedication, commitment, but this next level of me saying no and deciding what I want in my life and how I want to run my business and how I want to interact with family members, all of that stuff, I'm feeling so much more free and I feel happy and lighter and like anything is a possibility. I feel like my brain has cracked open to another level of um, possibility and dreams and goals that I probably didn't even know existed. Um, but I'm willing to look at that hard stuff. I'm willing to look at some of those thoughts and explore and share that here with you. Part of me sharing on this podcast is my own exploration. I'm sure you guys, if you've been following for a long time, have seen that like when I share with you and, and work through things with you and talk about things with you, um, that's super healing for me too. So I, part of this podcast and my own exploration of this is me working through this. And I'm just so happy that you all are along for the ride. Like, honestly, um, thank you for being here and listening to me explore this and um, telling me, like, if you apply some of these things and how this has changed for your life. So getting, wrapping it back up here, bringing it back to why is it so hard to say no and why you should start saying no and looking at some of these patriarchal type thoughts that you might have in your brain, which I know that you do. But if you're willing to do that, you will drink less. It has everything to do with over drinking. It really, really does. Everything that we think in our brain is connected to what we do or don't do in our lives. So we don't just cherry pick fun things to talk about, like, <laughs> right? Like weight loss and how much we're drinking this week. We go in and we look at the real things that are holding us back. And these types of thoughts that I mentioned earlier, you know, the, um, I shouldn't make so much noise. I don't want to bother them. I should just do it. It's not that big of a deal. I don't want to make them feel bad. I don't want to disappoint them. If you have those types of thoughts and they're rubbing you the wrong way and you are getting these little alerts in your body just like, and then you hold on to that and you drink at the end of the day, it has everything to do with over drinking, okay? 
you carry that along with you and you're pleasing other people beside yourself and you don't like that, and then you drink to shut it off. Okay, if you notice you feel off or weird or pissed or angry that you don't, you know, and then like you kind of beat yourself up that you're not saying that the things that you want to say, and you're like, God, why did I let that go this time? All of that stuff. And you ruminate and you overthink decisions you've made or you second guess yourself after you've said something and you carry that with you. And at the end of the day, you drink. You're drinking to shut it off. You're drinking to give yourself a break. You drink because you do for everybody else. And this is the only thing in quotes that you get for yourself is to drink. Learning how to say no and speaking your truth and having boundaries for yourself is an art and it takes practice and awareness and the willingness to feel uncomfortable on purpose. Okay. But listen, (laughs) if you're willing to do that, your mind and your energy will crack open and you will feel unstoppable and you will actually get to experience what it is like to have a choice to do what you want to do and then you will do it. And then you won't need to drink at the end of the day to shut it off. And then you're going to start living the life that you want to live on your terms. And you will ask yourself what you want first. And it's magical and it's fun and it's happy and it's fulfilling. And everybody else gets that of you. Instead of the pissed off, held back, small version of yourself, okay, that you're numbing from. And I want to help you do that. Okay, I really, really want to help you do that because it's the most important work that you will ever do if you have daughters or anybody around you. Learning how to unravel this stuff and showing up for yourself is the path to stopping over drinking and start living. Okay, we're going to get to the root of why you are drinking and we're going to fix it. And it starts with saying no to that extra glass of wine and it builds to saying no to other things you actually don't want to do and you start doing the things you want to do, my friends. It's a beautiful process. So if you want to do that with me, you want to explore what that process looks like, I would invite you to click the link in the show notes to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living site where I walk you through exactly what we do inside my six-month coaching program. It's women only, small group, intimate group of amazing, hardworking, dedicated women um, wanting to solve this issue. And we have fun. And we learn things about ourselves, we improve our relationships, and so much more. So I highly, highly suggest you get your application link or your application in and apply me, apply to join me. I will review your application as soon as it comes in, and then we'll reach out to schedule a call, just you and me, and we'll talk about it. And then we'll get you started. All right, my friends, I'm super excited for you to maybe re-listen to this podcast a couple times, start identifying some of those old thoughts that you have that you need to show up for other people in a way that you really don't want to be showing up. So I hope you all have a good week. Enjoy that sunshine. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.